to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast. We are um, on the line this morning or afternoon for me and morning for him, uh, Brett Williams, a friend of mine from Perth, Australia. We're going to talk a lot about his business today. And Brett has a very intriguing story of working in the corporate world and then uh, the wonderful world of COVID hit. And he went back home to Perth, Australia and started a business that is really thriving and and it fits into a really cool part of the market um, in the marketing space. So Brett, welcome to the show, my friend. First of all, thank you, Jeff, and really do appreciate it. And uh, yes, it is early over here, but it's not so bad. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's what, 5 a.m. there, right? It's about that. It's about that. It's not the earliest that I've got up for a podcast or anything like that. So we're good. We're good. We're in a start. So, so Brett, uh, tell us a little bit about your story. How you uh, how you ended up back home, and and the, your your story of how you got into this business. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll I'll do a quick overview, and then we can dive into some of the details just to make it easier, so it's not too long winded. Sure. Um, definitely was in the corporate world uh, initially. From that side of things, I was uh, I used to be in the engineering world. I used to be a draftsman designing shoots, tanks, conveyors for mining mining process plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, put that into perspective, I was sitting in front of two computer screens for some eight on hours a day, 10 on hours a day, and just basically headphones in, listening to music, not talking to anybody, and all of that side of things. And I was doing that, as I said, for about eight or nine years and until good old 2012 hit, uh, hit Australia, and all of a sudden the projects were starting to get slowed down and that side of things. And so at that point, it was a case of I lost my job and then having to be kind of resourceful. And I think for me, uh, on my journey, uh, I guess you could say getting kicked out of the corporate world in some aspect, mm. even though I did kind of go back a little bit after that. But uh, for me, it was probably at the time it was terrible. And I guess probably that a lot of people can a lot can probably relate when it comes to COVID, mm. uh, losing jobs and that side of things. Like you, you kind of you're in that safety net that you think you are going to be for the rest of your life or for a longer period of time at least. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's just wiped out from underneath you. And I think this is where, for me, the entrepreneurial journey really, really started and the, the journey that got me to where I am today. Because in that moment, I, I made a, a very, very strong decision for myself and and that for right, wrong, bad, good, bad, indifferent. Yeah. And that decision was that there's no such thing as job security. I've got to create it myself. Yep. And so... In that moment, it sent me down the path of the online world, uh, just trying to figure out how do you even make money online? Mm-hmm. Um, what is this online thing? I guess you could even say first and foremost. Um, and it sent me down uh, many different paths with network marketing, affiliate marketing, mm-hmm. um, and different sort of business opportunities that were, um, I guess you could say, low-hanging fruit. They were yeah. easy to get in. You didn't need to have any product. You didn't need to have any experience. Mm-hmm. You just had to have some money to get into it and that side. Yeah. And so 
I went down those those rabbit holes, and I was in a I was in a particular um, uh, affiliate marketing company that I eventually found that they didn't have the product that they said they had the product of. Basically, oh, great. it was meant to be a, it was an education company that was meant to be teaching you marketing skills, okay. and so for me, I looked at it and went, okay, if I bring somebody in here. The reality is, is I need to know how to build websites. I need to know how to build funnels. I need to know how to do ads. I need to know how to do all of these things mm-hmm. because this particular company is not actually teaching you the things that they said they were. Yeah. They had a fantastic business with upsells and upsells and they had you in the funnel really, really strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as what they were delivering, it was just empty. Yeah. And so for me, when that company um, ended up getting taken down by the FTC, mm. um, I then saw it as an opportunity to start my own business and step into that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I had done up until then, I was doing something in regards to the coaching industry. Um, I have a, another coaching brand that's kind of been put on hold for the moment, which was focused on healing past relationship trauma and stepping into your true self, which okay. that's probably a conversation for another another time. <laughs> but <laughs> it, in short, it came out of a, a very traumatic relationship for myself and just rebuilding who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it plays roles into, into what we're talking about with obviously entrepreneurship and stepping out of the corporate world and stepping into your own, own business. Mm-hmm. The first thing I needed to figure out for myself was who I, who am I and what do I want? Yeah. And that was something very, that was very blurred for me up until that point. But uh, this is where, as I said, I started to learn all of the website skills. I started to learn all of the video editing, content writing, paid ads, all of this side of stuff. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I guess, like many entrepreneurs in some regards, they kind of fall into the business. And so for me, I kind of fell into the marketing agency because I started to, one, do it all for myself, Mm. but two, I started to do it for other people as well and then more people and then more people and that side of things. And so um, fast forward to uh, only a couple of years ago, pre-COVID, at that point in time, I was actually living in Bali (laughs) and um, living there for two years because... I I decided, well, one, I'd created the business that was allowing me to do so because Mm -hmm. I set it up to be fully remote. And I think that's some of the biggest appeals for uh, the entrepreneur world and that side of things. And it's easy enough to do, but difficult if you don't know how either. And so for me coming back, and I'll come back to that comment in a moment, Mm. I ended up creating a... um, uh, or built the team. I was a solo operator at the time coming back to Perth after mm. being in COVID. Well, not in COVID, but in Bali during COVID. <laughs> the, 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 it was, as, was not the place you wanted to stay during that time period. <laughs> well, the reality is, is I thought it was all all fine and everything like that over there. So I probably would have stayed. It was the parents yeah. that were telling me to get, get your ass on the last flight there and come back home. And I'm like, oh, serious? I don't want to. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, so from that side of things, coming back to, uh, to Perth, I again made another very conscious intention or set a very conscious intention coming back into Perth at that time was the fact that, okay, cool, the world's on hold at the moment or on pause. Um, I'm going to use this time to make sure that on the other side of it, I'm thriving, not just surviving. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I started to really transform my marketing agency and turn it from a solo operator of myself to now having a team of about, I think we're about 10, mm-hmm. um, built out a, a custom automated client portal there, which does all of the onboarding and it links into my team to actually deliver the work and it all all seamlessly works in the back end. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was really about 
one, cool, COVID is around, it is what it is. But two, seeing that everybody else was going to be just sitting around and complaining and whinging about it and, you know, doing nothing, watching Netflix and and that's uh, and really just being very consciously intentional about what it was that I was going to do with my time there. Now, I guess the one thing that I should also kind of like put as the asterisk disclaimer is over my journey over the last sort of seven, eight years, there's been a lot of sacrifices with, you know, not going to social events. I don't have a big social uh, friend circle, um, but I did it because I did it. I, I, I knew the the life that I wanted to create and what I wanted to build. And, and COVID was the same. I had friends that didn't know that I was back in Perth for mm-hmm. until I saw them probably a year later. Yeah. So yeah, I've been laying low. <laughs> but coming back to that comment that I made before about the, um, uh, you know, getting into the business and and it's it's easy but hard at the same time. Through creating the the client portal and, and linking into the team for the marketing agency, I've created a, a franchise like Arm, which mm-hmm. basically what that is, it's it, it allows any individual to actually start their own marketing agency and it links into to my team, my systems, my automation. It allows them to set it up for as little as $50 Australian and $1 a month. Mm-hmm. And it comes back to that that whole experience that I had in, in business at the start with the affiliate marketing company. That that company was something that I spent thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars, mm. got nothing out of it. So really now turning a flip on that one and, and making sure that I'm actually delivering high value to individuals with, uh, you know, low outlay and that side of things. So yeah. from that part, you know, it's just been, it's been one big journey of evolution in that side. And, and I guess through that, there's been a, a number of phases and steps that I've had to go through personally, obviously, first and foremost, understanding online business and coming out of the corporate world mm. um, to being a solo operator and, and realizing that I could actually make money. And I, I remember the first thousand dollars that came into my bank account and being able to go and buy a coffee with it and just realizing <laughs> where that money had come from. And I was like, wow, I created this. Yeah. Um, and then now then the more recent one is actually the, the team building and that side of things and being able to really manage and direct and also let go of the control of yeah. not everything has to be Brett level. It yeah. can be a little bit less <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. And, and Brett can go out and do podcasts and, 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 exactly. espouse and, and be the finder and not not the minder at that point of, of keeping on, on top of it. So talk a little bit about that service. So, you know, okay, I, I, let's say I come to you directly and how would you work with me at that point? Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously you've got the full marketing agency, which is direct to client. So okay. if there's businesses that are looking for services and stuff like that, then cool. They can, they can come directly to the main marketing agency and we just deal with them like it or deal with them. We, we support them <laughs> like a, a, a normal client, but when it comes to the franchise model, it's, mm. it's a little bit different. There's actually, there's actually two layers to it. There's the franchise model where uh, if it's somebody who hasn't been in the marketing industry or hasn't been in the space at all, uh, they can leverage our branding, our colors, and that's rpbox.co. Mm. Um, they can leverage all of that. And essentially it comes back to once the, the $50 and that thing is all paid and all signed up, having access into the, the custom client or the, the private community rather for the agents, the client portal, um, plus also the training, plus also the email address, mm. you've got all of the, you're, you're in the ecosystem of support, I guess okay. you could say. And this is the big thing. Yes, cool. You've signed up, you've got your portal, you've got your ability to now send your links to a client or somebody like that or a friend who's looking for a website or something along those lines. Yeah. And 
in the back end, you've got us here being able to support you with any questions that you might not know or anything like that. The alternative alternate option to that one is actually white labeling the service. Okay. So essentially you get the exact same portal, you get the exact same service offerings, you get the exact same, all of that. It just happens to be on a subdomain of your main website. Mm-hmm. Um, we manage all of the back end of that just because of all of the, the system and automation that's in it. But you've got access to obviously the products and that side of things. And, and both parties get a 20% commission on, on anything okay. that they sell. And that's how paid out weekly. Yeah. Um, but essentially, in a nutshell, when somebody comes on board through that portal, say yourself, you've you've come on board and a client of yours has wanted a website or wanted whatever it is, then once they've actually paid that link or paid through your link, mm-hmm. they'll get instant access into the client portal for yourself. And then from that side of things, all the system and automation kicks in. It sends them SMS notifications and email notifications when the team are working on their on their service, whatever that one is. It lets them know when it's in an internal review process, which is myself looking over it, making sure that everything is where it should be. And it also lets them know when it goes to client review, which is when they jump back into the portal and mm-hmm. and actually review it and approve it and that side. Okay. But on, on the back end of that, all of the uh, SMSs and email notifications are going out with uh, all of your branding on there. If, if you've white labeled the service, it's it. all SMS, you know, regards brand team type thing. So, the, yeah. the thing that I always uh, get across to individuals that come on board with it is don't speak about it if this is a group that I'm working with. Mm. Talk about it as this is a, this is my team yeah. because at the end of the day, it essentially is. Um, and that's whether or not it's the franchise-like model or it's the, the white label service. You've got a team behind you that I'm, I'm training, I'm managing all the quality side of things, mm. so you don't even have to worry about that. Yeah. All you have to worry about is just saying, okay, cool, yes, I can help you with social media management. I can help you, help you with video editing. Here, process through here, fill out the forms, and my team will get it done for you. Yeah. Um, and with the white label side, just to come back and, and fully answer your question, if there's somebody who's in the marketing industry or already a marketing strategist or a coach or something along those lines, well, then, and who are wanting to be able to offer the other services, like the done, done for you part, but don't have the time or desire to, well, then that's where obviously they plug that into their system. Then their clients still stay with them, ultimately not having to handball them out to somebody else and potentially losing that client because mm-hmm. that other person that they've handballed them to has gone, oh, don't worry about him. I know a business coach. Go this way. Yeah. Um, you know, that side of things. So it's really about, uh, it's a win-win for a lot of people. It's a win-win yeah. for, of course, us at the back end. Uh, it, it's a win-win for the individual coming on board because they've got a low cost option that gives them high volume, high value return, mm-hmm. um, being able to have all of the services because there's no minimum uh, volume that needs to go through or anything like that. It's just, it. it's there when you need it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, lastly, it, it keeps that client with yourself. So it, they're within your brand, they're within your ecosystem and, and that side of things. And, and I guess this comes back to one of my business philosophies is the building this. It came back to, cool, I was supporting somebody with one service. And then, of course, they're asking about supportive ones. Like I think about them in a website and they're asking yeah. about social media or ads. And so all of these services, whilst people talk about obviously being uh, specialists in the industry, hmm. there are some things, at least what I found within the marketing industry, that uh, it's good to be across a number of areas. Um, and now I guess the upside with having the team, I've got specialists in the areas so that the, the front end of the business can be generalist across the, across a lot of things. Sure. Um, and so being able to, to increase the ROI out of one client is a really big thing because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you can't offer that service and they're going somewhere else, well, 
you know, yeah. it's well, easier. And, what is yeah. it? and you risk, you send them off to this one, just like you said, you send them off. Hey, I'm going to send them my social media person. And they're like, Oh, well, yeah. You know, Hey, I've got a, I've got a buddy that does funnels. Why don't, why don't I have him just do your funnel for you? Oh crap. Now, you know, now I've lost that client down the, down the pipes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, that's, I guess that's where it all evolved from. Yeah. That's fantastic. And you're able to leverage people all over the world that are, that are doing this and, and you're finding them and managing them instead of somebody else. I mean, I, I know from my perspective, I tried to build a team like this, you know, from a marketing, you know, strategist perspective. And it's like, okay, I don't really want to do all that part. What I do best is teaching people how to market, not all the stuff. I'm good at it myself. I can do it for myself, but I don't like doing it for everybody else. <laughs> and there are people yeah. that just like doing it for other people and don't want to have to have the interaction with them and, you know, and, and go out and find the clients, which that's the part that I enjoy doing. Yes. 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 That's awesome. That's awesome. So is there anything new in the future or is this really the big thing for you? It sounds like in the last couple of years has been really launching this whole agency model, you know, kind of plug and play. That is, yeah, that's the, that's the big focus right now. And, and that's, that's come out in the more recent times. And um, actually as of this week of going down the path of actually got it mapped out for a, a full custom SaaS build. Um, I've created what I've created uh, currently, and there's a few limitations that I want to try and get around, but I don't have full coding experience okay. or knowledge and that side of things. So yeah, actually just launched a, an Indiegogo campaign to see if we can raise some, some capital to be able to, to get that done. But mm. through the, the raising of the, the campaign, when somebody supports it, they also get a portal as well. So they already nice. get a, they get a business in, in exchange. So, yeah. um, from that side of things, the big focus is around that because there's, there's, more layers that I'm wanting to put onto it as far as like uh, events and training and uh, and all of this sort of things and really creating a, a big community within the community of the RP Box product. Yeah. Um, so there's that first and foremost. Yes, definitely getting that one around the world. But um, mm-hmm. I guess to throw it in there as well, uh, business partner and I recently have, it's kind of, it's more location based, but at the same time, it's still something that we can expand across the world. Mm-hmm. Um, picked up a couple of electric vehicles. So we've got um, a Tesla Model 3. We've got a uh, Mercedes okay. EQC 400. Wow. We've got a Porsche Taycan coming. Um, we've got the, well, we're looking at getting a BMW i4. And okay. basically we're rent, renting out electric vehicles. Um, and so in the process of looking at creating and building our own platform to do that with as well. So as far as big sort of left field um, yeah. projects that are out there external to what I'm talking about with the marketing agency. Yeah. Um, there's that. And I guess it, it comes back to um, I've spent the years and time having uh, learning the core skills of my main business to be able to then leverage it into another business. Yep. Um, and I guess that's, that's quite important going down the entrepreneur route because once you've mastered that, that foundation of at least learning how to make money and, and mm-hmm. create a business, you kind of like pick it up and just like mold it a little bit and put it into something else. So I, I laugh. Yeah, you know, we're joking. <laughs> I I teach at an in, or an incubator program for high school students, and yeah, they're they're sitting there and they're like, "How can you run six businesses? I I don't get it." I'm like, "Well, because I figured out how to do it, and I don't run them. Other people run them. <laughs> I just create them and and I direct them, but somebody else is doing the work in most cases." Yes. Yes. All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into the fast five questions now. 
So you All ready? Right. All right, here we go. So first one, you wake up in the morning, business is gone, 500 bucks in your pocket. You have a place to live, food and clothing. What are you going to do first? I think the well, first and foremost, obviously, my focus is going to be how, how the heck do I make more money? So <laughs> I guess I've got to, got to go for a little bit of a, if I, okay, do I know the area or do I know the area? You know the area. Yeah, you okay, just, you, the business is gone. You have all the knowledge in your head that you have today. Yep, yep. Well, being a marketing space, I'd definitely go down and, and just start going from the marketing perspective. I'd probably look at um, support, like doing some coaching in and around or strategy around um, okay. how to set up your marketing and all of that side of things. So mm -hmm. coming back to something that doesn't need a product other than just me. So yeah. that's where I'll go down the coaching route, the, the, the consulting route, that side of things and build back up from there. Doesn't, doesn't really cost you a whole lot of money to, to use your own brain. No. So awesome. No. All right. So next one. Uh, what's the biggest business mistake you've ever made? Um, it, it probably comes back to, it, it, it's a catch 22 because yes, it was a mistake, but like all mistakes that send you in the right direction for yeah. where you are and that side of things. Um, that affiliate marketing company that I was mm -hmm. talking about bef before, sure. um, I ended up losing about $30,000 to that business. Ouch. So I guess for me, the one that's kind of cost me the most, it's not necessarily the biggest mistake, but it's the one that cost me the most. Um, so I guess the thing that I learned out of there was do a lot more research into whatever it is that you're getting into, at least from those side of things. Um, do do your due diligence, basically. Yeah. 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 But I mean, the other thing is it made you go, well, I need to know how to do all this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, there's a little caveat there. I'm yeah. like, yeah, cool. It cost me the most. But to be honest, without it, I wouldn't be where I am today. It was a $30,000 education. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What's a, what's a good book that you would recommend for our audience? Um, the Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Okay. Um, that's one that I've listened to. Uh, personally, I tend to go down the, pod, the not podcast, the um, audio book route yep. and that side of things. But that yep. is a book that I've listened time and time again. And, and what it talks okay. about is self-sabotage. Okay. And it's it's done in such a way that um, Gay Hendricks is a, a, a therapist. Mm. And basically, he's, he's reiterating some of his clients' um, situations and stories. Mm. Obviously, change names and change, the, you know, that side of things. But the context is there. Okay. And what I found through that book was it was relatable to understand how I'm sabotaging myself. And he talks about like an upper limiting where you 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 create your your glass ceiling, I guess you could say, and, and how to be aware of it so you can break that glass ceiling and ceiling and keep moving forward. So that's nice. a book that I would always recommend. That's the first time I've heard that one. So that's fantastic. I can't wait to put it on put it on the audible list. So Yes. Uh, what is a good tool that you use in your business? Could be something like an Evernote, but you use in your business that you'd recommend. Um, well, I use a, I use a lot of different things in my business, but I guess the one that is probably, yes, there's something that I could replace it with, but I use Slack for my team. Okay. Um, Slack, Slack is my office. And, and I guess one of the reasons why I do that um, is because, Yes, email is okay, but at the end of the day, like I know, I sometimes don't. Um, <laughs> I feel like Good Notes is um, is a little bit jealous of me just talking about that because I just had a Good yeah. Notes five okay. star rating to on it in the App Store <laughs> five stars or not now. I think Good Notes five wants me to say that it's. The I best think it. Yeah, wait a minute here. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, let me hold my hand up here. Hold on. 
<laughs> I've never seen that pop up. That, That's awesome. That's hilarious timing. Um, but yeah, good look. Good Notes 5 is definitely a good one because you can do okay. all of the, the signatures and stuff like that on there. Yeah. But um, I would say Slack because at the okay. end of the day, it's it, it's clean, it's tidy. You can structure your business and that side of things. Nice. And and your team's all around the world, so it's easy for them. Exactly. Just, yeah, there, there's no technology issues or anything like that, which is nice. <laughs> Exactly. And they get to see the information that they need that's relevant to them and not and not otherwise. Perfect. Wonderful. So what's the best way to get a hold of you if somebody's interested in learning more about your services from a marketing perspective and also for if they're looking at, hey, I, I might be interested in tacking that into my business? Yeah, um, I guess Instagram is probably okay. the best one for myself personally. Um, I'll give the other ones as well. So my, my Instagram handle is I am Brett Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, and so from there, that's probably the main one that I'm, that I obviously float around on. Yeah. Um, as far as the marketing side of things, I won't worry about the main marketing agency. Just I'll talk about the mm-hmm. less, <laughs> less different links and stuff like that. Yeah. But the, the one about the franchise model itself is rpboxed.co. And okay. to answer the question that everybody might be asking is what does RP stand for? It stands for real people. Okay. So from that side of things, so that's what the RP is because you'll notice it's in all of the brands. Yeah. Um, rpboxed.co um, and in and the agency side of things is agent.rpboxed.co. Got it. Excellent. And we'll put all those in the show notes page along with your answers to the other questions uh, so that everybody could find it. Uh, Brett, it's been just a pleasure. Um, thank you for waking up early on a Saturday morning to uh, to talk with us. I'm super excited to, to continue the relationship with you. Uh, we've got 100%. some side we've got some side stuff we need to talk about uh, with some of this from from my perspective. But uh, everybody, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Once again, we do these every um, every other day, basically. So Monday, Tuesday, and or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, we put these shows out and we've got a ton more of these wonderful interviews like Brett that are people that went from being in that, you know, I, all I could think of is this dark room with two computer terminals and listening to music (laughs) to, all right, you know, now I run something that I love that I can do from anywhere in the world. So thank you very much, Brett. I appreciate you. And we'll talk to you here soon. Wonderful. Thank you, Jeff. All right, man. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.